Christmas and thank you for your steadfast dedication to our Lord Jesus Christ. In this celebration of our Lord's birth, Pastor Lau and Pastor Da would like to welcome you to the following Christmas message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's teaching that will change your life with love, joy, and peace in Jesus. And now, Pastor Lau. Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 14, the Bible says, That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid. He said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven, the peace of, on earth to those with whom God is pleased. On the first Christmas day, when Jesus was born, the angels appear to the shepherds in the field. And I like what they say. One word that really struck my eyes, that is the word good news. The Bible says that I bring you good news. Tonight, I would like to share with you what is the good news. Why did, did Jesus come into the world 2,000 years ago? What is the good news? I'm going to explain to you from the scripture, not my own idea, but I know one thing. I have experiences with the good news. It's not just a theory. It's not just the imagination. But you can experience and walk in that good news. The good news is for all of us, for all men all over the world. And if you receive the good news, you will experience the goodness of God. So we need to understand the good news and open our heart to receive the good news. I would like to explain to you a few things here about the good news. First of all, I did not grow up as a believer or as a Christian Therefore, the good news was new to me when I just finished the medical school and started to be trained to be a neurosurgeon. An American missionary explained to me the good news when I was a young doctor. And I'm so grateful that somebody told me the good news. In Romans chapter 1, verse 20, the Bible says, For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. The Bible says clearly in the good news that there is God, the creator of the universe. I'm so glad I did not come from an ape or monkey. God created me. God said that when you look at the universe, when you look at the nature, you know that there must be God. 
How many people in this room have a smartphone as your belonging? How many people have a smartphone? How many people drive a car? How many people has been in the airplane? Okay, have, you have been in the airplane. Have been many times. And when you look at the smartphone, when you look at the airplane or the car you drive or the computer that you use at work, you know that those things did not happen by accident. Is that right? When I open the skull and see the brain of my patient, this morning I have to perform emergency surgery and look at the nerve of the patient in the back, and the nerve can send the signal to the legs to give sensation and movement of the foot. And the toes, and I know right away that is even more and more complex than the iPhone you have or the smartphone that you carry every single day. When you look at the nature, the moon, the star, the flower, everything around us, we know that there must be a designer. He is so intelligent. He's so smart, and he designed everything so well. Look at all the people who sit around you. The hairs, the eye. Rash, everything so well designed. When you look at the nature, we know that there must be God. We did not come as a product of explosion or by random. We are designed by God. So there is a good news. We have God. We know that there is somebody higher than us who can help us in the time of our need, and He can protect us. And the Bible also say in First Peter chapter two verse twenty two, who committed no sin, talking about God, nor was deceit found in his mouth. The God that we are talking about here never commit any sin, never make any mistake. He has no evil in him. He is the holy God. He is perfect, excellent, blameless, and no. Fault in him at all. We are talking about the perfect and holy God, but not only he is perfect and holy. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter thirty-two, verse four, he is the rock. His work is perfect, for all his ways are justice. A God of truth and without injustice, righteous and upright is he. He is not only the creator; he is so smart he could. Really decide things very well, better than human being. He created us, and he is also holy, blameless. He also without sin, but he is the just God. He is full of justice. The world is not full of justice, but God is just. He never lies. He never have、uh, received money under the table. You cannot bribe God because God is a just God. But not only that, the Bible says in First John chapter four verse eight, "He who does not love does not know God, for God is love." So God is not only the Creator; He's not only holy, and He is just, but He is love. Before I became a Christian, I did not understand much about love at all, because I was only thinking about myself. But when God came into my life, I began to understand about loving people. Loving Him, living for other people, because the Spirit of God is a Spirit of love. God is love. God loves us so much. He gives rain to all of us. He gives snow. He gives beautiful sunshine in the morning. He gives us so much in the world. He gives us all kinds of fish that we can snorkel and see in the ocean. 
Wow, God is so good. He's so full of love. He loves us so much. God is love. God is perfect. But what happened to man? The Bible says in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. What happened is that when God created Adam and Eve and put them in the garden of Eden, they were perfect like God. They did not do anything wrong. They obeyed God. But unfortunately, Adam and Eve rebelled and disobeyed God. And that is the word sin. Sin in disobeying God. And that is the big problem. Because after Adam and Eve sinned against God, curses come into the world. Killing and lots of problems. Jealousy, fighting, discrimination, and uh, selfishness. Broken home, divorce, and drugs, and addiction, diseases, and trouble came into the world because the first couple sinned against God. And all mankind uh, is facing the consequences of sin. The Bible says in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You can see here that sin caused problem because God is just. I sometimes get the ticket when I drove in the wrong way and I know I need to pay. So I have to write a check and send to the government. I just got one lately. I admit to you that I make a big mistake. I was driving on Northeast 8 and at the time I came close to the light, I got paged. From the hospital, I was going to the emergency room. So when I got page, my reaction, I pulled the pager out and looked at the pager, but I forgot to look at the light. I want to know how emergency is this, because you know, you care about patient, you don't want patient to die. Somebody has bleeding in the brain in the hospital. So I pulled the pager out and looked at the pager. When I put it back, I passed the yellow light and the red light came up in the middle. So I got a ticket. And what happened? By justice, I have to pay. It's sad, but I have to pay. Because I know I broke the law of Washington State. Drove through the yellow light too late. Get into the red light in the middle because somebody paid me. But again, I did not intend, but I have to pay. Even though I did not intend to break the law because of the justice. God is just. Therefore, trouble happened in the world because man sinned against God. I believe that no one in this room can raise hand and boast that I never lied in my life. No one in this room can raise hand and say, I never get mad at somebody and want to take revenge. I never have any bad attitude. We all have. We all have sinned against God, including me too. I have sometimes bad attitudes. Sometimes I get upset with people and want to take revenge. But thank God. God is love. God is not only just, but God is love. The Bible says in John chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's why we celebrate Christmas. Because 2,000 plus years ago, God sent His only Son, who never sinned. Jesus is the Son of the living God. 
He never sinned, and he came from heaven into the form of a human being to reveal who God is. And while Jesus was walking on earth for 33 years, he never sinned even one time. You can read the Bible. You can read the book of John, the book of Matthew, Mark, and Luke. You can see that Jesus never sinned. He proved himself that he is God. Actually, the reason I came to know the Lord Jesus Christ, because I commit myself to read the book of Matthew with a group of friends. At that time, I was not a believer yet. So I went to a person's home every Wednesday and read the book of Matthew from the beginning to the end about the life of Jesus. After I read the book of Matthew, the life of Jesus, as a doctor, as an educated man, I could not argue, I could not say that Jesus is not God. I surrender because Jesus never sinned. Jesus performed miracles after miracles. He was born from a virgin. Actually, I'm a thinker. I was thinking, if Mary gave birth to Jesus and she knew that that baby was from the normal fertilization of a husband and wife having relationship, I believe that on the day Jesus was crucified, he would, she would have raised her hand and say, Roman soldier, don't crucify this man. He was born for me and Joseph. He was not the son of God. You know the reason Jesus was crucified? Because he claimed to be God. He claimed to be the son of God and the way to heaven. If Mary knew in her heart that Jesus was not the son of God, he was born from the relationship with her husband, she would have raised her hand and say, no, 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 he lied. He is not the son of God. But Mary kept her mouth shut and allowed Jesus to be crucified on the cross because she knew in her heart that Jesus was the son of the living God. And she pregnanted him while she was a virgin. Jesus was born from the virgin. And Jesus performed miracle after miracle, stopped the wind, he healed the sick. He cleansed the leper. He cast out demons. And he even prophesied that one day he would be killed. And he would be raised from the dead on the third day. And it happened. After he died on the cross, he was put, he was put in the tomb. And on the third day, he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. And he was walking on earth for 40 days and 40 nights. More than 500 people saw him with their own eyes. This is not a fairy tale story. I have a chance to read the history book of the Israel, of the Jewish country, Israel, with my own eyes. And the history book said there was a man. This was, this was not written by the believer. There was a man named Jesus 2,000 years ago who died on the cross and he was raised from the dead. All the enemy of Jesus Christ to, to now, 2,000 years have gone by. No one who is his enemy can disprove his resurrection, can disprove the Bible. He was raised from the dead and he was rising up into heaven to prove that if we believe in him, we shall have eternal life. Why did Jesus have to die on the cross? Because when we sin, we have to die. Death belongs to us because of God's justice. But because of God's love, he has to do something to pay for us. 
I like to think about this kind of story. If my dad is a judge, very just judge, and one day I make a mistake, I drove a car and hit somebody, and that person died. I killed somebody on the road. I was arrested to go to the court, and my dad was the judge. By the evidences, I make mistake. I committed crime, so I have to pay either going to jail or pay a big money. My dad said that even though you are my son, you cannot get away. You have to pay because I hold justice. So I surrender to the evidence, and I need to pay or have to go to jail. Either go to jail or pay a big amount of money. After he make a sentence against me, my dad, because of his love, he put a check and wrote the same amount of money that I have to pay, and he handed to me. I pay for you in the court. At that moment, I have two choices. I say no. I can pay myself, or two, I receive the check and pay, so I don't have to pay. That's what happened. Jesus came into the world to pay for you and me, so that we don't have to pay the debt of sin, pay for all the curses and the sickness and disease, all kinds of problem in our life because of our big mistakes that we make in sin. Jesus paid for us. Now is our choice. Whether we believe or not that the Father loves us to pay for us, the second choice we have to make is that: Are we willing to receive the check and let Him pay for us? I am willing to believe that God pay for me. I am willing to receive the check, and I did that thirty something years ago. I received the forgiveness of God by receiving Jesus into my life. I repent of my sin. And say, God, from now on, receive me as your son. That's what I did in 1981 when I heard the gospel, and I invited Jesus to come into my life. After that day, my life has never been the same. I have seen miracles and miracles again and again to prove that God is so real to me. God healed many of my patients. God healed some of my patients who have cancer. God heal my wife. God perform miracle of protection and provision, supernatural protection, provision, all kinds of miracle to prove that God is so real to me. Now, thirty something years gone by, I am more even convinced than before that God is real and Jesus loved me and my sin is forgiven and I can go to heaven because there's a guarantee. That I will go to heaven because Jesus rose up to heaven on that day after He was raised from the dead. So after I, we receive Jesus, we will have eternal life. We will live forever in heaven. You, I used to be afraid of death. I have seen so many deaths as a doctor in front of my eyes. People have a stroke. People lost blood and die on the table. I seen so many deaths. So I was scared of death, but. Thank God! Now I'm not afraid of death, because I know that if I die, I will be in heaven in one second. There's so many people that have seen heaven and hell. There was one gynecologist, American gynecologist. This is many years ago. I listened to his testimony. This is a real story. He fell off a deck, fell down to the ground, broke his head, crashed his brain. 
and he died. He went to the hospital, and he told in the story he went up to heaven and met Jesus. Jesus told him, "I'm going to send you back to tell the world about me, about heaven." He saw everything in heaven, just like what the Bible say. And he came back to give testimony. Actually, the doctor and the nurses in that hospital opened the cloth from his body in shock because no more. Sign of injury on his head, and he got up from the bed, and he became normal, and he gave testimony. Lately, there was a book from a neurosurgeon on the East Coast, Doctor Eben Alexander, professor of neurosurgery, who got into coma and died, and he went up to heaven. He's a believer, and he saw Jesus in heaven. He came back and wrote a big book, a bestseller of New York, about. Heaven is so real, and this was written by a neurosurgeon. He is not a dumb man. He went to heaven and saw Jesus with his own eyes. John chapter one verse twelve say, "But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name." Not only that, we can have eternal life in heaven. Thank God, after we believe in Jesus, we have the right to become a child of God. When you become a child of God, what does it mean? The Father will take care of us, protect us, provide for us, look after us, and also feed us, teach us, train us. It's so wonderful to have God as our Father to take care of us every single day. Amen. Every time we ask for something, He will answer. How many people ask for the parking spot? God answer. Get the parking spot right away. Today I went to Costco, buy a lot of stuff for dinner tomorrow, and I park in next door, just in the front of the door of the uh, Costco in Kirkland, and I say, "God, I need a parking spot here." Boom! Somebody come out. I get a parking spot. Whatever you ask, God will answer you. I remember one time I went to Japan, and there was a big snow in Tokyo, and the Radio said that the snow will go on through the whole weekend. I have the Father in heaven, the Almighty God who created the heavens and the earth and the universe. He is the one who hung the star in the space. I cry now to God. God, I have a business to do here in Tokyo tomorrow on Sunday. Could you please stop the snow storm? And the snowstorm stopped that night. The next day, I could get out. In Tokyo City, and I was able to do my business. Amen. God answer. He is my dad. My daddy listen to my prayer. Amen. He is a good God. John chapter fourteen verse twenty seven. Peace I live with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives. Do I give to you? Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. My dear brother and sister, when Jesus come into your life, one thing that you will have. That the money cannot buy is the peace of God. No matter what happened around you, you have peace inside here. You can smile, you can be happy, you can laugh. The peace of God beyond human understanding, because God is the Prince of Peace. Jesus, His name is the Prince of Peace. That is the good news. The good news: we will live in heaven for eternity. The good news after we receive Jesus is that we will have the Father in heaven, who answers our prayer, protects us, and takes care of us. And not only that, we can have peace every day, no matter what happens. 
Last thing I want to read: Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. It's really true. After I received Jesus Christ into my life, everything become new. I have a new habit. Have a new mind, new emotion, new motive. My family got better. Things become new. The curses in my family have been taken away. Things get better. Life is better. The new thing come in. God has new love for us every morning. He always have new thing for us to do. It's exciting. Life is very exciting every single day. Because life always faces new things that God has prepared for us: new friends, new open doors, new good breaks, new protection every day, new life changes every single day. Because our God is a God who is the Creator; He can do a lot of things in our life. It's wonderful. Thirty plus year gone by. I want to tell you, all I preach today is not my theory. I did not learn this from anybody. I read the Bible and I experience it myself. That the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ the first time was really the good news, and the good news is that Jesus is coming back. So now we have to make a choice. We need to make a choice. Whether we're going to receive this good news or we're going to reject the good news, I pray that you will receive the good news tonight. I pray that you will receive Jesus into your heart. Very easy. Jesus say, "I knock at the door. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in. I will die with you, and you will die with me. We're going to have relationship together." I did that thirty something years ago. On that night, I watched. The movie called Jesus, made by Campus Crusade, and I remember in the last scene, about five minutes, last scene, I saw Jesus on the cross, and on the cross he said, "Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing." At that time, my heart was melt by the love of God, because I know that at that time I was a third degree black belt in Taekwondo. I knew that if somebody hurt me. They're gonna see my front kick and side kick and front punch and all kind of thing, because I would not let people take advantage of me easily. But Jesus, the Son of the Living God, loved even His enemy who crucified Him on the cross, and He said to the Father, "Forgive them because they don't know what they're doing." Oh, that really melted my heart. I know right away this man, who called himself the Son of God, his name is Jesus, was not an ordinary man. He was the God who he claimed to be. He's not a crazy man. He's not a psychotic man in the psychiatric hospital. He was the Son of the Living God, and then he was raised from the dead to prove again that he was the Son of the Living God. So I received him that night. That night I pray, Father, forgive me that I have done wrong against you. Now I know that there is God. I know that Jesus is the Son of the Living God. Could you please come into my life right now? I give my life to you. I repent of my sin. After that day, I started a new life. Thirty plus years has gone by. So wonderful! I see God's 
manifestation of His goodness and love all the time. I would like to encourage you tonight. If you have not invited Jesus into your life, why don't you do so with me? I would lead to you to pray tonight. Amen. Respond to the love of God, the good news. How many people want to have the good news? How many people want to be forgiven? How many people say, "I want to live eternity in heaven"? Want to be a new person? Amen. Pray with me if you wish. Okay, pray with me. Father in heaven, thank you so much for the good news. Thank you for sending your Son Jesus Christ into this world to show me who God is. Lord, I repent of my sin. I invite Jesus to come into my life, to be my Savior and my God. From now on, I am your child. I will follow you, serve you. Thank you, Lord, that my name is recorded in the book of life, and I know, Lord. You will give me eternal life, peace, joy, blessing, success, because you are my Father. You love me so much. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Amen. Congratulations! Hallelujah! Thank you so much for listening. This message has brought you joy and peace this Christmas season. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. And Merry Christmas.
words of Christ the King.